You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. Sam Lin is the New York-based veteran bubble tea shop owner who you heard from in episode 238 about bubble tea featuring Kristen McCoy Ward. If you're a bubble tea lover, that episode is definitely worth a listen. Kristen covered everything you'd ever want to know about bubble tea and more. Sam talked to me about how he grew up in Taiwan eating tapioca and desserts long before there was even this thing called bubble tea. Consequently, he has some interesting thoughts on who invented bubble tea. He brought the quickly bubble tea shop from Taiwan to New York in 2003, and looking back on his first year of running a bubble tea shop, he recalls the trials and tribulations and that he barely survived it. With perseverance and improved understanding of how to run a bubble tea shop, he moved on from quickly to cocoa bubble tea shops. Sam now owns and operates 22 cocoa bubble tea shops in New York, New Jersey, and Boston. Welcome to the podcast, Sam. Hey, how are you? Yeah. Since this is the Talking Taiwan podcast, can we talk a little bit about your connection to Taiwan? And can you talk a little bit about your upbringing? Um, I born in Taipei, and uh, my mom is a street vendor. Uh, it's pretty local business. So my mom sells a uh, uh, douhua. Oh, it's like a sweet tofu for people that don't know. It's the dessert. So uh, a douhua with the red bean or green bean or peanuts. Also with the tapioca. Mm. So when I was little, uh, the kids, we eat the tapioca with the douhua. So I actually, I grow with the tapioca. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so even before there was... A bubble tea or tsunsunaita, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So your mom, she's one of those people that had like a stall on the street, or did she have a store later? Or no, how? it's uh, it's still right now, still now. Uh, she she's still uh, on the street. Yeah. And what brought you to the U.S.? Uh, I come U.S. from nineteen ninety seven to two thousand. Mm-hmm. And I got a master in NYU Stern. And also, uh, I go back to uh, Deutsche Bank. Uh, and then I go back to uh, Taiwan or in the Hong Kong Telecom, PCCW. And then after three years, I come back to New York to uh, open my first bubble tea quickly. So... Basically, you brought the Quickly brand because I know the Quickly bubble tea sh- brand in Taiwan that you brought that to the U.S.? Yeah, right. I brought from 2003. So it's almost the first chain store in New York, right? So we sell a bubble tea. We sell a uh, Taiwanese crispy chicken. Oh, wow. The business is pretty good. Really good. Oh, yeah. wow. Interesting. So, so it, it's, uh, it's almost a... Uh, uh, Generation uh, mm-hmm. from twenty years, yeah, yeah, everybody know, and all of them, almost them, is my customer, yeah. Even now, you know, when I go to some restaurant, I can uh, meet and see the owner. He used to be 
my employee,、hmm. or he used to be my customer, right? My first quick question number is from two thousand three, uh, June fourteen. I opened a casino near the library, and、uh, but the first the business is terrible. I cannot. I almost cannot survive by myself. So what did you do? <laughs> Just keep、uh, keep it and.、Uh, Keep fighting, keep my quality. Just keep doing my the job. Yeah, because you just thought it. You believe that it just would need time, but it would be. Yeah,、so、yeah,、cool. yes. You know why? My my parents <laughs> say you know look, one business you want you want success at least three to five years. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. No business first year you can make money. It's not yeah, easy. Yeah. Right.、Mm-hmm. So, how long do you think it took for you to make money? Did it take three, three to five years? No, <laughs> quickly. I, I, I make money next year. Okay, what changed?、Yeah. The change is the next summer time. <laughs>、uh-huh. Next summer time, I open. I open from the、uh, first year summer, right?、Mm-hmm. And、uh, New York summer only three months. Oh yeah. Right, and then fall and winter. Right, and so people aren't in the mood for yeah right, cold right. drinks, and if they don't know what it is, then they're not、yeah. coming, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. So next summer, everybody know that. What do you know about the origins of bubble tea and where it comes from? Because sometimes people have a debate about that, right? Website say okay, Taichung Chen Shui Tang or Tainan Hanlin Chang Guan. I think the first bubble tea is not this two. I believe it's not. Oh, that's you know, interesting. Yeah, you know the beginning, the, the tapioca, right? When I was young, right, I already eat tapioca,、mm-hmm. and、uh, when my mom was young, already have tapioca,、mm-hmm. but they they put with the a lot with the milk,、mm. right? With the、uh, any kinds of dessert, right? Yeah,、so、tapioca already there, but in the milk tea. Must be somebody before these two. The I see.、Tea. But but I I don't know which one. Yeah, it's so hard to know about these stories. Yeah, right, right. But maybe they are just stores, and they are able to make it more popular, so they get the credit. Yeah, they get credit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So I know that you know they suit each other,、oh. right? Mm-hmm. And and the judge say, hey, bubble tea did not belong, or who is first,、mm-hmm. right? So they they fail. So the bubble tea is common asset for the Taiwanese, <laughs> not belong to who's. Yeah. So okay. So you had like how when you were doing quickly, how many stores did you ha- operate when you had when you were the, at the top? Of your business when you're running、uh, the quickly stores, yeah, I, I have、uh, totally have a store、okay. in Queens, Manhattan, and Brooklyn. A store,、uh, quickly, is all direct owned. Even right now, we are direct owned every store. How long were you?、Uh, did you have those eight stores, and why did you decide to start to sell your stores? Uh, you know, uh, the, the Coco CEO is my friend. Okay. When I work in the Deutsche Bank, he's working in a Credit Suisse. So he told me, "I said, can you help Coco to develop the New York market?" Yeah. 
So I just helped my friend to develop the cocoa market in New York. And I find if only bubble tea, that's easy operation because you know that quickly we have a crispy chicken. We need set up a kitchen, right? Uh, this kitchen some is not easy to find a building in Martin. The landlord allow us to set up the venting system. Oh, right. Cause it's fried chicken. You need good ventilation. Yeah. Right. 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 So I s- slow by slow transfer quickly to cocoa. And also cocoa is easy to, uh, operate only bubble tea okay so they don't sell any food it's just drinks yes we can say that quickly the first generation bubble tea cocoa is the second generation bubble tea okay one thing that i noticed is that sometimes i think that the texture of the bubble teas is not always consistent and sometimes i find some stores I don't know. Maybe it's overcooked. I feel the tapioca is too sh- soft or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how do you control that? So, I think that's a problem. No, the most the key is you must sew away. Like a must. So how how to keep the tapioca fresh? Maybe you just cook fifty percent, right, or eighty percent. Just not cook too much, and make sure you can sell in two hours. So some uh, tapioca be already in five hour or six hour, so they will become very hot. Okay, so if they're older, they will be too hard. Yes. If they're too soft, what does that mean? Overcooked. It's overcooked. Yes. Okay, I see. So you had quickly for how long before you started doing cocoa, and you and are you still running the cocoa now then? Yes, quickly from 2003 to 2012 or 13. Yeah. Okay. And the, the cocoa from 2011 to now. So, how do you think that the bubble tea business has changed from when you first started in 2003 until now? Wow. That's like 20 years, right? So, what was it yeah. like in the beginning? And what uh, is it like now? It's changed a lot. Uh, uh, 2003, only few, two, two stores, three stores, bubble tea. Bubble tea. Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, for example, right, like uh, my cocoa store in Flushing downtown, subway station, you go anywhere, right? Five minutes, they are totally 37 stores. Oh. Wow, really? How can they all survive? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that, that because the bubbly store is easy to operation compared with the Chinese takeout, right? Mm-hmm. So lots of the young, young men or, uh, their parents is running the Chinese takeout and they don't want to take their parents' restaurant. So they, open the bubble tea. Yeah. So that is why the bubble tea more and more and a different brand. Is the bubble tea business really that easy? It sounds like it's easy to set up, but then the fact that the tapioca pearl only lasts four hours and you want to make sure that you sell out, you don't want to waste your 
ingredients, do you think it really is a relatively easy business to set up and run? Yeah, it's com- it's compare. Everything is compared, right? So bubble tea is compared another food business. They are easy than restaurant. Okay. Right? Yes. Sure, mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah, and the lay profit also okay. You know, the each cup bubble tea five six dollar, right? And they're easy to make, and lay maybe just one person can handle the store. Do you think that there's typically a lot of waste though? At the end of the day, uh, lots of waste. I don't think so, but we can waste a little bit. Yeah, mm. it's hard to always like be accurate with how much. If you if you make t- enough or you make too much and you don't sell out, I'm wondering if there's a lot of waste because of that. If you don't yeah. predict correctly, the, yeah. The, 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 the most most of the waste is the last last hour. You know, in last hour, you will close nine nine p.m. Right, mm-hmm. so we don't know how much we should make it. If sometime last last hour, the business is good. We maybe run out before yeah. thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. If we so we don't want customer come and don't didn't didn't get a tapioca. So yeah, it's not easy to you know control. Yeah. yeah. Is there something that you can do with the tapioca if it's like left over and let's say you made too much and you have extra? Is there something you can do with it? No. No. You no. Can, that's terrible. I guess you just have yeah. to throw it out. Yeah, just so you cannot put in the refrigerator and uh, reuse tomorrow. No. If it's so easy to run a bubble tea shop, what about a food stall or food truck? You know, food truck is not easy. Yeah. Bubble tea, the tapioca need lots of water to cook, wash, need lots of water. Not really easy to make the tapioca on the food truck. Yeah, because maybe the water supply is hard to get. Yeah, we, we used to have a cocoa food truck. Okay. But we pick up the tapioca in the store and then bring to the, our food truck. Oh, I see. So, so don't, you don't actually make it or yeah, wash right, it right. in the truck. Yeah, Yeah. right, 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 right. Tapioca. Yeah, it has to be made somewhere else and then you yeah, just bring yeah, it on the site. But so in the future, I believe more and more public are coming to the New York market or, or anywhere in USA right? because it's really have the market. Really? You think there's enough market to support this? Yeah. I I, I I feel there's so many bubble tea shops already in New York. In a big city, right? But but how about in Nebraska? Uh We never heard about like a countryside or something. You know, the most important, I believe every college town should have a bubble tea store. (laughs) Or, Or high school. Right? That means they have family in there. Right? High school, middle school, and elementary school. So I think the bubble tea will go into the college town or the big uh, school district community. Because in our store, right? Our store, some store, 70%, 80% is American people. And now it's time for a short break. 
Talking Taiwan is a listener-supported podcast, and we're so happy to share the news that we've reached our goal to raise $5,000 for our matching donation campaign. We'll be having another matching donation campaign offered by Ming Chang. So any donations that you make right now will continue to be doubled. You can make a donation at TalkingTaiwan.com forward slash support. If you'd like to help us raise funds by being a matching donor, just email us at TalkingTaiwanPodcast at gmail.com or support us directly at TalkingTaiwan.com forward slash support. Right now, your donation will be doubled during this $2,000 matching campaign. All of our donors will get exclusive first listening access to my interviews with Kevin Lin, one of the co-founders of Twitch and current co-founder and CEO of MetaTheory. The Boba Guys, co-founders Andrew Chow and Bin Chen. Chin Chi Yang, a multidisciplinary artist who has been inducted into the New York Foundation for the Arts Hall of Fame. And Michelle Ho, an attorney, activist, and author of Reading with Patrick, which is a runner-up for the Dayton Literary Peace Prize and the Goddard Riverside Stefan Russo Book Prize for Social Justice. We'd like to thank our first donor of the year, the Greater New York Region Overseas Taiwanese Pen Club, and all of our supporters. Now, back to the episode. When I was doing research, I shared the link with you. There's actually a YouTube channel with a woman. I believe she's American, even though she says that she's based in the UK. She has a whole bubble tea YouTube channel talking about how to open up a bubble tea business. She's Sorry. teaching people how to do that. What do you think of that? It's very good. Very yeah. good. I saw the, the video. Too. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and they, they call her bubble tea queen, right? Yeah. She's the bubble tea queen. Yeah. Mm. It's good. It's very good. Yeah. 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 So that means it's American knowledge market. Yeah. So it's good for us. Yeah. But you know what? I'm worried about one thing. Yes. I worry about some people let the bubble tea business crash what low, do you mean? okay uh right now we keep the price is five dollars six dollars okay right? okay i worry about some people lay low price to open their market they mm. buy one grand free mm-hmm. you know maybe it's seven years ago okay. they have a taiwanese brand right they open in the new york and then the agent, New York agent, they all day, whole year, buy one, get one free. Oh. Yeah. So it's her, this brand. Also, he heard the whole market. So buy one, get one free. Everybody go there to buy one, get one free. This store cannot make money, but he heard the whole market. Yeah, because it affected other stores yeah yeah right 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 i don't want the people say oh bubble tea is uh, like a cheap product if people see it's a cheap product right this industry will crash it's not easy to build up an industry we should hold this industry keep the healthy develop well that's interesting hopefully that doesn't happen or if it happens it's like you said, it's only to the detriment of the person that did that and it affects other people. And then 
it doesn't last. But it, mm. is there any way to control that then? Is there any kind of bubble tea business association or something like that? <laughs> or do you think there should be one? This should be one, right? Yeah. Has anyone ever thought about doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's another thing to consider. In their past, there has been like debate about the origin of bubble tea and where does it come from? And is it from China? Is it from Taiwan? And it's just even crazy, like these little things. One of my listeners told me that there was some local controversy in January last year in Vancouver. There's a basketball team called the Vancouver Grizzlies. And apparently they worked with apparel company and a group called the Canadian Chinese Youth Athletic Association to create some kind of a jersey or t-shirt with the team logo with this grizzly bear holding a boba tea. And some people were a little bit upset about that because it's implying that it's Chinese, but mm. boba is from Taiwan. But if, maybe if you had a bubble tea association, you could do things like that in addition to trying to regulate the price but also the reputation of the mm. story of the bubble tea also that is a good idea mm. yeah but i don't know what it would take to do that and who would be motivated to do that which cocoa shop is yours all of new york new jersey and boston oh wow so how many is that 22 store oh so you're involved with the 22 cocoa stores in those locations yes you have a lot of experience and you're running 20-something stores, cocoa stores, and you convinced me. It sounds like bubble tea business is a relatively good business to be in, relatively easy to manage. What can you tell us about how to set up a bubble tea shop and what should someone consider first? If thinking about going into the bubble tea business, how should they decide if they should do this business or not? All right. Um Bubble is a retail store. So we say location, location, location. They got to find a good location first and second one. They need to have time. You know, running bubble tea is 24 hour business. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take care of the store, uh, every, every minute. So when store open, when store close, sometimes when you store close, you gotta, Turn down the gate. The gate is broken. So you gotta sleep over in the store. Because <laughs> you worry about the gate's broken. So you call somebody come, you gotta be called next day tomorrow, right? So, so, so running retail store is like this, you know, we gotta 24 hours take care. Yeah, in case there's unexpected things that happen, right? Yeah, it, yeah. You don't yeah. have somebody that you can call to to take care of it. You yeah. have to take care of it yourself then. Yeah, and, and also you got to run everything. You got to run by yourself from kitchen to customer service, right? After one year, you can think about hire a manager. Yeah, but you, you got learning everything. So we say... If you are, you already is a boss, you want to invest a bubble tea, right? And you are not in a store. That store is not success. You got Because you need to know how, what is going on with the business. Yeah. Every detail. Yeah. 
Yeah, every and detail. then you will know how to manage it because you know every detail. So then yeah, right. second year you can hire yes. people to do the things. Yeah, you know my my first store quickly, right? Mm-hmm. I I wake up seven and beginning cooking tapioca in my yeah. at my home, right? And I bring this tapioca to store and wow. I open open nine o'clock in the morning. Okay. Okay. And I stay in the the, the store. And uh, we close ten or sometimes we day we can eleven. Wow. I'm a, I'm the last one and yeah. turn uh, close the store, put the gate down, right, mm-hmm. and go home. Like like this uh, routine working hour, right? And this routine daily, I keep one year. Wow. One year, yeah, right. So I know every detail. Okay. Yes. So, so you need to have be able to have the funding to support yourself for a year and just to operate and learn the business is what you're saying. And you can't expect to be profitable in that one year, but that one year is learning the business. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, some winter time, I even cannot pay the rent. So, so the rent, I always delay, delay to the, the end of the month, I pay the rent. Oh, that's really yeah. tough. Very tough. Yeah. So, uh, the, but, oh, it's, but most important, if you have capital, enough capital, yes. you should be, should be okay. Well, and, yeah, it sounds like you have to for that first year because if you can't, if it's hard to pay the rent and you can't be profitable for one year, you have to have something to be able to sustain you. Um, yeah. because you're not making any money. So that's the one thing is that, you have to have capital or, I don't know, some other source of income for that first year, right? Yeah, right. And yeah. I, I give you um, how much capital? Um, 300000 to at least 300000 okay, So then let's say somebody does have that capital and so then they have to be prepared to know that they need to spend one year to develop the business. What goes into setting up a basic bubble tea shop but for the young men right i suggest they go to the big brand the bubble store walk in there right walk there and uh, they were learning a lot right in they're working in a bubble tea store before they open right and then what kind of uh set up the bubble tea st- uh, store it's a like a equipment, right? Lots of equipment. The equipment maybe cost uh, um, uh, thirty to fifty uh, thousand, and also you need buy the material. Uh, material based on your inventory, and also construction. Construction at least, I think, maybe. 50 to 100,000 construction, right? And also you need to rent the space, you need to deposit, you need to sign the first month. And also you need a six months uh, rent operation fund. So if you are of it's a franchisee, some brand, right? You gotta pay the franchise fee, you got to pay a low fee. 
but it's easy to easy to set up and also because you are a big brand the branding so when you open right so you have basic customer come so if you're doing the your brand and or you join join a franchise of a friend a brand right so it's different so i believe in the future the branding war this brand and this brand fighting so uh if the small brand or personal brand bubble tea is not easy to survive but i cannot say 100% but some owner right they are very take care very detail they can develop the local right so you know franchise or individual they have different advantage Right. Yeah, so it seems like you're saying that if someone was going to have an individual business, it would be better if they were in a local community, maybe where there's a lot less competition, mm-hmm. and they can serve a lot of different communities, and they can be the main business there. What do you think are the main things that would make someone successful with the bubble tea business? When you, when your business not good, right? And you can keep your, your food material, tapioca tea is fresh. It's most important. It's most difficult. If your material is not fresh, people drink your bubble tea is not fresh, they will not come back. But, and also the bubble tea owner, if you want to open, don't open in let area have a lots of bubble tea store. For example, right, this area, maybe one bubble tea and you open there is okay. Two store is okay. But it's three store or four store. Do not open. You can find another community. They have no bubble tea store there. Competitor is most important to share your market value. Right. So it's not good to be in a location where there's too much competition because uh, it's harder to do well. But two or three in one location is not, is not bad. And it's good to have some a little bit of competition, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Did you remember when we go into the travel, right? We go to each town. Mm-hmm. They only have one ice cream store in there, right? Almost each town have one ice cream ice cream store in there, mm. but they have lots of uh, restaurant in the, in the, in the, in the, in the town, mm-hmm. but only have one ice cream. If they have two or three, second one or third one is not easy to survive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do you think makes the bubble tea shop fail? Well, you, you mentioned, of course, if their ingredients is not fresh, that's very true because I've definitely gone to a bubble tea shop and then I had, the bubble tea and the uh, bubbles were too soft. And I was like, this is terrible. I'm never going there again. <laughs> mm, yeah, so it's right. really, it's really important. Like you just have the first impression. Uh, I think is the most important key is the tapioca, right? So I can give a hint, right? You know, I used to open the Japanese ramen store, right? And 
we sell the, the, the rice bowl. And when we open the first time our ramen store in Upper West Side, they, Japanese, they have three rice cookers. They not use a big one, they use a very small one. So they can keep cooking, cooking, cooking the rice. So that is why every time we go into Japanese, buy the rice bowl, right? Rice bowl with beef or chicken, right? The, the rice is so good because it's always fresh. So I suggest the barbecue store, right? Your rice cooker to cook the tapioca, you can cook small, small size or cook less and keep your tapioca fresh. You know, the tap, next day tapioca is terrible. Cannot yeah. eat. Yeah. Mm. That's terrible. It's such a waste. You can't do anything with it. You can't make it into something else, like some other thing. No, no way. But <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share about um, your experience or the bubble tea business in general? Only one. Keep the bubble tea industry healthy. Yeah. Don't keep, um, how to say, um, after 50 years, Bubble tea industry is still in there. So if you're in the bubble tea business, you, you have to have the mindset that you have to look at what's best for the industry in general mm. and not to be so short-sighted, like you said, to be so cutthroat and try to cut the price because in the long term, that doesn't seem to work, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Maybe okay. in the future, we can see the bubble tea business combined with coffee. Oh, interesting. I didn't see the coffee tapioca. Not yet. Yeah. Maybe, right? Oh, yeah. Why not? Nobody tried that. Nobody tried it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Sam. I know you have thank so much experience with the bubble tea business. I want to thank you very much for being on um, the Talking Taiwan podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. I've been speaking with Sam Lin a New York-based veteran bubble tea shop owner. Now it's time for you to show us some love. We just found out that you can rate us on Spotify. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Audible, leave us a review there. It helps others to discover Talking Taiwan. To learn more about any of the items mentioned in this episode, visit our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. There will list any related links. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host, Felicia Lin. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.